Welcome to the No Mongo Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. My name's Rick Baden. Had to take last week off because guess what? Life got in the way. Just got in the way. You know, I've said it before. These things happen. It's out of my control. I actually laugh it off. I'm like, really? Really? Really, universe? This is what you're doing right now? But I guess, boy, did I end up taking like a week off during a very busy one in skateboarding. So many videos to watch, but... You know, so little time. So I did check out a few. You know, Jenko Mag decided to do their version of, you know, Ted Barrow's This Old Ledge because, you know, why not? You know, why not? Except for their version, they're hitting up potentially like satanic spots. That's right. The Devil's Playground, a satanic skate spot. That's a mouthful. Satanic skate spot dropped this past week. And I was all for it. I'm all for it. Much like I've already stated before, I'm a huge fan of this old ledge, and I hope it, you know, keeps Ted and and the folks over at, you know, the Bible very busy for the next years to come. I, I think New York is next. You know, planes, trains, automobiles, whatever it takes to get Ted to his next spot, pay it. That's all I gotta say. Take care of the man. And now I have to say the same for Ian Mishnah. You know, we all know he is one of the best to do it. And there's a reason why Jankum continues to gain more and more momentum, more and more popularity, just keeps cranking out quality content. And I'm content, and I'm willing to forgive him for not bringing back Data Skater. I think it's, it's time for me to kind of move on. I think I've already mentioned that, but I'm, I'm going to forgive him now. If we can get more satanic skate spots in place of it, I'm cool. I'm cool with that. I can move on with my life. I mean, it's a good replacement. I mean, this is the type of content. You know, I pay internet prices for, you know, my Wi-Fi, my Eros, this. This is what, like, I would like more of this, please. Satanic skate spots were, like, never really on my radar, and I never even heard of this place as well, you know. And in case you haven't watched it yet, here's, here's the deal. There's a rumored Satanic skate spot located in Costa Mesa, California. Noguchi Gardens is the name of the, the location, and it was, I mean, was it worthy of like 17 minutes of attention of your like of your attention of our attention I felt that it was you know because that's been one of the complaints I've seen or heard about you know uh, TOL you know many of us you know feel it should be longer than seven minutes but I think actually actually probably a good length for that material I mean it works right now for anything I guess related to Satan the devil like haunted you might need like an additional like 10 more minutes of film roughly so i guess it could work 17 minutes you know it's kind of to build up the tension is what I'm, I'm leading at here you know 10 more minutes of people saying that they've never heard of the rumors before never heard of people jumping to their demise from the you know various buildings nearby or that they've or the, the kicker or they haven't been there you know for like more than four years, you know, not long enough to kind of, kind of comment on the issue. That's what we got a lot of. Did you hear all the no's that Ian got? It's almost like he was an outside sales rep, you know, and trust me, I did that in my previous career, in my previous life, door to door, talking to anyone and everyone, everyone trying to get leads, you know, trying to get a, a slight interest, you know, to turn that lead into something that, you know, maybe I could just justify putting in Salesforce, you know, to show my boss to show myself, to show my team that I, I, I indeed was working. I'm grinding, guys. I'm trying to get these leads. Ian was grinding. No after no 
after no, after no, and a plenty of like, you know, I've only been here for, you know, insert blank number of years. I saw, I thought the common number was about four, the common uh, amount of years. And I'm surprised he didn't snap on that, that woman at four minutes, 22 seconds. You know, the one that, that she's all quote, she was like, no, you know, I've been working here for like six years too. And I've never heard of anything No, you know, but but I'm surprised like Ian didn't have some like light bulb moment, you know, some last ditch effort, like a lightning bolt goes off in his brain. And as he desperately hunts for that lead, he's like, I'm going to convert this one into a lead. He could have been like, wait a minute. Did you say six years? Now, is it exactly six years or, or maybe just maybe hear me out. You've been here six years, six months and six days. Question mark? No? Damn. I tried. I tried. You know, he throws it, his arms up and it, this project's done. This video's done. He gives up. <laughs> I, was, I was just wondering that because, you know, he had said so many notes. But then he did. I love when he did. Uh, like the moment, because it, it always happens, right? The, the moment he got, it could. The classic sales rep, you know, he did that. The classic sales rep move, just going in for just one more stop, channeling his inner Ed Milet, you know, just one more building, one more sales call, just one more. You never know if it's going to be your next one. The next one will be it. I'm talking sales talk now. You never know if that, you dial at 5.05 p.m. You got the CEO sitting at the desk. Bam. You're going to hit your quota now. Ian hit his quota right there with a, it could. <laughs> and right after that, I'm saying that he's an employee slash manager because he looked right at us or looked at the camera. You know, my Scooby senses were like firing off at that moment. That's the guy. That's the guy. We found Chin. But shortly after that moment, though, guess what? The words that he was just holding back the whole damn time. He saw them coming. He's like, oh, geez, who are these guys? Quote, no more filming. Because there's a reason why he didn't want them filming, Right. Right? Right, Ian? He doesn't want us to find out. We got the guy. We found the guy. Yeah, I'm throwing myself in there. We did it. We did it. Yeah, we got it. It could. It's not a yes. It could. That's So you're saying there's a chance. But we didn't get to hear much more after that. It wasn't too as, you know, but I guess much like in this old ledge, we got to see and hear from the architect himself, you know, as uh, I wrote down, Isamu Noguchi. So that was pretty cool. And it, and it's always, I'm always like stoked to learn, you know, something from, you know, these kind of videos because just how they looked and viewed the, the land, how the, the, the thought process behind it. I mean, even the footage though, which is crazy. If you think about like Satanic and stuff like that, the footage even kind of looked like it was taken from an exorcist movie. You know, right? I mean, the signs are the signs of the devil were all in there. It was old and grainy. Even the audio was kind of like creepy. You know, how the audio always just sounds kind of off. You know, it's like ADR back in the day. It's just like the the it doesn't sync perfectly with the lips. You know, that's kind of that, that was a vibe. That was a vibe I got. It's a very it had exorcism written all over it. But I suggest you check this out. You know, it was time well spent. I mean, you'll hear from many, like many of the our favorite skaters, favorite skaters in this. So many. He just puts it right there, records their, their phone calls. Yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, I heard about it. I heard this. I heard that. And I love the, some of the people's honesty, too. They're like, ah, no, it's, yeah, it was lame. There's nothing to it. Or some people say, oh, I don't know, man. The water was running uh, uh, upstream at noon if you went here on a certain day and this and that. So... 
All I know is if none of what I've been talking about yet still doesn't motivate you, you know, to go check it out. Yeah, it's 17 minutes. It's time well spent. Just, just go check it out. I'll, I'll give you. Just go to 49 seconds in. At least fast forward to that, you know, or take the time. Just and watch when, you know, mark that that 49 minute mark. Watch and see when Tom pretends to Tom K. That is Tom pretends to drink coffee. You know that that's when I did my first pause rewind moment. Like, wait, whoa, 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 no way in hell. Is he drinking coffee? There's no coffee in that cup. There's no liquid in that cup. You guys could at least put some water in there. That was a light cup, and there was no gulp. Come on. But, yeah, so at least we got to check out, you know, Tom's acting skills if you're not interested in satanic skate spots. You know, at least watch it for that. But I enjoy this, and I hope to see more, you know. And I, But I won't get my hopes up too much. You know, it's, it's our job as, you know, consumers to get, the clicks get the downloads get the comments right get the engagement and maybe they'll bring something like this back maybe you know i'm also not too familiar with any other haunted or you know satanic skate spots i'm mean, even here in the bay area i haven't heard any i mean there are probably some but it all starts with the kind of rumors right and like kind of the movies like oh yeah have you seen that spot y'all want to see a dead body and I'm sure there are tons, tons around the world, you know. So I don't know how far of a stretch Ian wants to go with this, but I'm sure he's probably getting messages like, hey, dude, come check out this town. Come check out this city. Come check out this park. Come check out this building. I know there's more. There's plenty more content. So we'll see, for one, how long they continue to do these if they do. Is it going to be 17 minutes? Is it going to be more? Is it going to be less? I think 17 is a good sweet spot, you know. Like I said, you got to build up the tension. you got to sell the story a little bit, you know, hopefully – He's going to get more yeses than noes next time. That was He was just shut down left and right. It could, though. It could. Now get the hell out of here. Stop filming. You bother me. That was a good moment, though. That was a nice pivoting moment in this, in this story. But we'll see what's next from Ian. So well done to Team Chinkum. As usual, y'all just kill it. Y'all just kill it. I guess speaking of Tom K's serious acting skills, and I'm being legit serious when I say this, dude, dude can act. Weekend Skateboards recently dropped their latest installment titled Rumble Pack, okay? And, and knowing how Jordan Taylor, you know, he loves to play old school, you know, video games, I can only assume that the Rumble Pack is from, like, the, is influenced from the N64, you know, controller, you know, way back in the day. You guys remember the Rumble Pack? Back when it came with Star Fox 64, is there a relation? Is that is that is that what you guys are referencing? Because I'm just going with that. I, I, am I reaching too much with that? I don't think so. I don't think it's in reference to the crew that they're talking about. I think they're talking about the Rumble Pack. And it's not R.I.P. because I still have one. It's right in my garage over here. It could be a nod to the the little accessory that could. I mean, that's what I'm going with. I remember plugging that bulky thing into the back of the N64 controller. I think, yeah, it took what? two double a batteries or something i took batteries and it kept spinning and spinning and spinning and vibrating you know all the time it felt like you were flying in space you know a plane in space now if you've never experienced the greatness of what was and is a rumble pack i, I you try and make friends with who have a nintendo 64 trust me do it asap like i said i've got one right here in my garage stored away i could bust it out anytime fact i should probably show the kids that and the controller too the controller's funky right so anyway that's my take on the rumble pack title it's it's a nod to the the n64 controller additional uh um, you know vibrating unit 
But you know, I was all geeked up to see this, right? Especially after all the praise I threw Grant, you know, last what? Yeah, last episode, what two weeks ago? You know, this one was very on brand, everything I expected. And as with this video, the intros were phenomenal. The voiceover, everything worked out great. <laughs> I'm looking at my notes here. The ab <laughs> the above thirty crowd bit that had me laughing out loud again, right? But I was I was honestly, I think I was laughing, and then I was kind of crying because. It was true. It's so true. I mean, much like, you know, when Ryan Lay says it takes him like 30 minutes to get ready to warm up these days. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> those are, or those of you over 30 know what I'm talking about. So that one hits. It's like, damn. It's no wonder skaters over 30 have to bring, you know, their, their home gyms with them. <laughs> you know, that, or at least they like, hook up with some like old friends for some gears, stretching, you know, tons of stretching bands needed, some IT bands need to be stretched. Advil key before and after, you know, that was hilarious. But yeah, so I, I just so spot on with the, the home gym take. But real talk, though, I, I do have to admit I was legit worried for Jordan at the minute 25 mark. How could someone with his talent, talents, I should say, refuse to drink water? Who would allow that to happen? Mix in some liquid IV or element, you know, those little packets. Both actually potential future, great future sponsors of the show, I might add. Now I think about it. Bing, light bulb moment. I mean, did you see the sweat pouring out of his, his pores? He could have died. Please protect Jordan at all costs next time. This is ridiculous, guys, that I have to even be telling you guys this. Unacceptable. Sometimes you have to do this, much like athletes in, in all sports. you got to protect them from themselves. No, I've got this. I'm good. No, I'm good. No, look, your arm's dangling. It's broken. You're No, I'm good. Kobe Bryant is Achilles. You know, all these come to mind. you got to protect the athlete from themselves sometimes. Someone should have protected Jordan from himself that time. But what's crazy, though, it wasn't even as bad as Sarah's at Mural. Did I say that? M-E-U-R-L-E, Mural of Sweden. Yeah, she, she was much worse. She, she got the worst of it of the crew. I mean, she practically died. Her body just melting away. Brain still functioning and all. It was fine. The brain was fine, which is crazy, right? It makes you think, like, the brain didn't melt? No more arms, no more fingers, no more leg, no more back. Just She was there, all gone, just dripping away. Quote, um, guys, is it bad? <laughs> Is it bad? Uh, yeah, Sarah, you look pretty bad. You got cut in half pretty bad. I love how calm she was though through the whole thing. She's like, she didn't really. I don't think she understood the magnitude of how bad it was. You know, how would you react if you woke up like that? You know, you're just kind of a summertime nap, melted away. I'd be freaking out. Um, guys, is it bad? But that's a, that's the worst question to ask too. Like when you're out skating, whatever it is, like. Something happens. Oh, is it bad? You have to play it off. Like, I have to do it with my kids. Oh, no, it's fine. And inside, you're like, oh, damn. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Scrambling for cups. I mean, that was hilarious. In the midst of all the chaos, the crew was at least smart enough. You, know, you can tell they've been trained, right? All the jits have fully become the crew and they're trained. They were smart enough to get, like, to shout out, get a cup, get cups, get cups. Because that's the only way they were going to save her. Well, unless they didn't drink her to death. You see that? You see my man, 223? 
Now hear me out. I know you're thirsty. It's hot. Everyone's hot. And you're trying to save Sarah. But you can't be drinking Sarah. You can't. You cannot drink Sarah. They need that back. She needs that stuff back. I mean, you could have been drinking her, her pushing foot for all that we know. Is it bad? Yeah. But spoiler alert, they were able to save her, and she went on to have an amazing part in the video. You know, she crushed it. Crushed it. All thanks to Professor Schmidt. Yeah, he gets all the credit for that. I mean, you see that machine that he invented to bring her back? And we're talking cellular reconstruction, molecular regeneration, and a key thing, and consciousness restoration. Those are three heavy-hitting topics right there. And to have, you know, the skills, the knowledge, the brain, the brain power to combine all of them into like an air conditioner, dishwasher. Genius. Genius. I mean, that's why we love, you know, PS so much. It was all about the Freon-like effect. The Freon, right? Paul knew he had to cool things down and fast. What do we got to do? Boom. Give me an air conditioner. Give me a dishwasher. There's your Freon effect. I'm done here, guys. Take payments via Venmo or PayPal or cash. Well done, Professor. Damn. Saved Sarah. You know, then they brought the man of the hour on, Mr. Tom K himself. You know, and it, it all started off strange and weird. You know, seeing like the inside of his house with all the... I called it like Pee Wee Herman, RIP, types of gadgets and automated stuff going on, you know? Were there eggs being cracked? I don't know. I, I can't remember. But they even got all like like meta with it by having pink, a Pink Floyd track playing over a Pink Floyd track. Yeah, brain explosion emoji, right? I mean, only Tom could pull that off. You know, empty cup acting and all, you know? That was deep, fellas. That was deep. And in the end, you didn't even give us Pink Floyd for our consciousness-restored brains. The ones that we were expecting. We didn't deserve the Pink Floyd, I guess, right? Is that what they were saying? You don't, you don't deserve Pink Floyd on top of Pink Floyd. On top of Pink Floyd. Was there an album laying around, too? I don't know. I didn't look that closely. But you know, I was positive why, you know, when they were scanning those movies. Yeah, the, on the skate videos and all that. But don't think I didn't notice one of my favorite movies sitting right above Tom's head, deliberately placed, I assumed. Yeah, I assumed that was that was on point. Tom E-Boy is up there. Yeah, baby. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers got a hug. So glad to see this crew has you know, such good taste in movies. You know, I said this two weeks ago. I mean, there are a bunch of others too, but I wanted to point that one out, you know, because one of it's one of Chris Farley's another R.I.P. best performances. Don't even knock it if you haven't seen Tommy Boy. Come on, my kids love it, and I quote that movie all the damn time. Oh, how cool is that point of view? Like the looking into the mirror, hand over eyes effect. You know, that was so awesome. And I love how Grant kind of gave us some insight into that too on his IG page. You got to see how he did it. I loved how they pulled that off. I was like, I was like, that's so damn smart. Why didn't I think of that when I was in film school? Don't answer that. But Tom's part was insane. Dude straight up slayed. Or he ate. 
as they say, right? He ate. And did he really set himself on fire, like, for this video? Like, that was real. That was nuts. Actually, no, I think about that. Now I say that, I'm going to go ahead and forgive him about the empty cup that I mentioned earlier. The empty cup situation. Yeah, I just got to let it go. It's not worth my time anymore. Move on, Rick, right? It's a waste of time and energy. And no one's going to care anyway. No one cares if it was an empty cup. Set himself on fire. Yeah, I'm moving on. What else? Well, checking my notes. Oh, this video, it has so many good cameos in it, though. And I won't ruin the one at one, at 9.30 or at 9 minutes and 40 seconds. Both very surprising and both top-notch acting skills, you know? I did longer always in the 90s. Ooh, damn! JW. Take it easy on the man. Take it easy. That was like shots fired moment right there. Man down! Man down! Be sure to pay your phone bill. I mean, it's the real world now, you know? So many good cameos, though. And what was up with the Motorhead lyrics, the quotes? You know, all my love is hate. I am the politician, and I decide your fate. And was that Roly? Was that him? Was that, was this, he's saying something about his, like, ditch skating? Was he sending a subtle message, you know, for all the people talking trash? Was that, you know, his videos are a lot of ditch skating? I need to know, what was the connection there? A couple of other things I wrote down for uh, Tom's part. 1146, that 50-50 to hippie duck through those uh, the two chains. What the hell, dude? I, I, I'm trying to think, well, I would probably get, because your natural instinct is to duck f- more first, right? So I would get snagged on the bottom. I'd end up face planting on my face on the ground because, yeah. And then I'd do a second take and I'd try to overcompensate and I'd get like my neck kind of slayed and cut in half. Yeah, that, that's probably what would happen. And that Stacy Peralta edit at 13, 17. I, I saw that team. Well done. Well done. Then they cut to Sweden, 2018. Philip, I, I know I'm going to butcher his name. Let's see if I can do his Alm, Almquit, Almkvits. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Journey from you know the polar region to the city of industry, you know where he began his journey. Just, you know, just south of Sweden, he walked through you know Helsingborg, Friedensburg. <laughs> I know I'm butchering those too, but he even he like boarded a, a fishing boat from Nova Scotia, proceeded to ride on horseback to Vancouver. You know, all the while, of course, skipping over huge amounts of land just to avoid his ex in Calgary. So he went up. So here was a straight line. They went woo. Up and over, yeah, he's on the ditch. The X man, all on horseback though. But that's when I started to question, the, you know, the validity of the story. Is this real? Did he really ride that far on horseback by himself, no backpack, no water? Well, he did. Did he decide like not to join the Ketcha sisters on that for that trek? No hotels along the way. I mean, that's two thousand seven hundred fifty-four miles on a freaking horse. Damn, Philip. I mean, leave, leave some horse riding skills for the rest of us, man. 2,754 miles on a horse? How long did that take you? What did you eat along the way besides trees? And what happened to you when you had to go pee? And if you think about it, though, like, our dude traveled, I mean, roughly, what, about 5,500 miles, all just to get some much-needed product. That's dedication. That's dedication right there. 
I mean, you think about it, this day and age, 2018, could have just gone viral on uh, YouTube or IG and got some products sent to him. But, you know, I guess that says a lot about Weekend's products as well, you know? You know oh, oh, and how about his Ender, too? I suggest you try doing that, you know? Let's see how your legs hold up doing that. All that walking he did to get, you know, the, to the States, it paid off. That's some power right there. You got to be quick on your feet. Brain synapses firing quickly. And be sure to stick around and watch all the credits, okay? Take notice of all the name and watch it a couple times because it goes by pretty fast and you're getting distracted by the animation. But take notice of all the fantastic crew members and people who helped, you know, along the way. So many names. I mean, these videos are getting more and more sophisticated, higher in budget, and I'm here for it. You know, give, give shine. Let's give shine to all the people on the, the credits there got to check it out so well done to the weekend team thank you for yet another amazing video this year yeah i mean it's august and we've already had a second video from them come on now jeez we're getting spoiled can't wait to see what they do next and we really do appreciate it and finally speaking of horseback my man scott lois is back on top baby yeah you thought, you know, Philip riding across Canada on a horse was a huge feat? Scott said, like, hold my beer. Hold my Canadian beer. He hit 80 skate parks in one day. Let me uh, say that again so my brain can fully comprehend and register it. Again, I should say. 80 skate parks, one day, one human, one skater. I mean, yeah, he accomplished this back in 2021, but it takes a while. It takes a while for it to get accepted, to get officially recognized and accepted by the record setter team. And it happened. It's official. Congrats, Scott. Yeah. You are the champion. You are the champion of the world. I mean, if my schedule hadn't been so hectic the past, you know, few weeks, I probably would have had him on back, you know, had him back on to talk about it. But for now, you know, you can circle back to when he was, when we last spoke and when he was on the show, episode 103. Go back and check it out. Way back in February 2021, when he, when he had only hit 50 skate parks in one day. 50. You know, only, only 50. Like, pff, please, you know? That security guard and, you know, in Baker 4 would be like, Man, we call that Wednesday around here. Yo, I usually hit 40 skate parks during my lunch break. Yeah. And I would hit them if I had a board, too. Remember that security guard, Baker 4? I don't know why I just popped in my head. Guy was like, oh, if I had a board, I could do that. He's like, okay, here's a board. Uh, you know what, man? I, I, my break's up. I got to go. Hit 40 at my lunchtime. Because we can all do that, right? We all can do that. Not, but to hit 80, that's insane. So congrats on making it official, Scott. I know, you know, I watched the video, what, a couple years ago. I watched it again recently. It's still crazy. It's still insane. I guess my question for you, what's next? Maybe we can hold that until we chat next. What? Which record are you going to break next? Can't wait to hear about it, man. I'll include the, the link to the video in the notes below. I mean, it, I went ahead, like I said, and watched it again. And keep in mind, 
Scott actually did different tricks at these, you know, parks. Not just the one same one and done for each. Like, oh, a little rock fakie. Okay, I'm done. A little, you know, 5-0 stall. I'm done. No, he mixed it up. He it depended on the, the the variety he had at these various skate parks. Much respect, man. Much respect, Scott. And congrats again. 80. So he did it, what, in 20 hours to break that. You basically can't sleep. <laughs> you can't sleep for that day. You got to start at 11.59 you know, <laughs> p.m. and work it. That's that's tough, man. That's tough. But 80, dude. Oh, I, I think I mentioned that when we talked. Like, I would probably be good for like five. And I'm like, you know what? I'm hungry. I'm tired. I got to go home. I got to go mow the lawn. I got laundry to do. Got to take my kids to soccer. I'd come up with all the excuses to not get that to 80. 80. Uh, well done, dude. But yeah, I'll talk to you guys next week. Appreciate you tuning in.